Have you struggled to get everything done? Have you looked for every trick to be more productive? How much do you really understand about how productivity really works? This is Crushing the Clock, a podcast where we explore the nature of productivity so you can actually get back your time and energy, making a difference in both your personal and professional lives. Not everyone works with a vision. A lot of people do things just because it's customary, they're used to it. However, working with a vision in mind would help one to know exactly where they're headed. It will also drive people to take action, and knowing how to make your time productive will eventually lead to better results. So today, we're gonna talk about how you can be able to manage your activities and hopefully be able to do even better than what you're doing now. And so today, Patricia Stepler is joining us to talk about this topic. She works with business owners and entrepreneurs to be able to increase their revenue and save more time by taking inspired action instead of doing things without a goal. And so she's going to talk how you can be able to achieve results specifically in learning to delegate important things in order to help you be able to accomplish your goal. So we're going to look at activity management. We're look at things to be able to block your schedule. We're going to look at some whiteboard techniques that you can be able to use. But also we're going to talk about how to deal with unexpected things, things that just come up. What do you do with it? How does that fit into your schedule? How can you be able to do that? Several of the things that we're going to be talking about. But for now, let's just jump into this conversation that I had with Patricia Stepler. Yeah, first we have to work on a vision. You know, because for anybody, whether you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or not, you have to have a vision of what you want and you have to be able to clarify it and define it and really start to believe in it. And once you can do that, then you start to get ideas of actions to take. And it's not like a to-do list. Like I know some people just have, you know, like every day they have to make so many phone calls or they have to do this and they have to do that. And there's no inspiration behind it because there's no vision, you know? And so once you have that vision, then you start taking inspired actions and you start to have better results because you're doing the things that you have to do instead of just a whole list of things that you think you have to do. And you learn to delegate things that you, you know, are not part of your things that are really important to accomplish your goal. Excellent. Well, very cool. So what we're talking about specifically today is the activity management, because mm -hmm. one of the big things with productivity is time management. And you made a statement to me that a large part of time management is actually activity management. So what right. do you mean by activity management? Well, we have to be able to manage our activities. We can't really manage time. Time is what it is. But what we can do is figure out how to manage our activities. And, you know, so if you can group activities together and, you know, set a certain amount of time and then keep that in what we call like a block schedule. And if you can set up a routine where you have certain things you do every morning, it becomes just a habit that you do them. And sometimes I, I tell people, do the hardest thing, the thing you don't want to do first and get it out of the way. Because once you get out of the way, then you just feel like a weight's been lifted. So one of the things we can do is to manage our activities so that we're doing similar things at a similar time. 
And it's even good, you know, to have times of the day where you don't take any interruptions. You know, one of the worst things we have is all the bangs and whistles and, you know, beeps that come in and disrupt our thinking. And they say that, you know, once you have a disruption like that, that it can take 15 to 25 minutes to get back to where you were. So we waste enormous amount of time during our day. And they say the average American worker wastes over two hours a day just because of those interruptions and then trying to get back to where you were. So grouping activities is a great way to do that. Yeah, man, you said a lot of things in a very short amount of time. I love that. <laughs> I was trying to jot down a few notes so that we could be able to try to go back and tackle each one of these a little bit. But the first thing you mentioned there is that we can't manage time. And I think that's something that people don't really think about. But that is definitely a true statement. We can't change like time and how it flows and things like that. No matter how many superhero movie shows that we might watch where they actually do affect the time, but we can't do that in reality. So managing activity is definitely the thing. So the actual tasks, you mentioned about block schedule. So doing that. So what is that and how does someone get started being able to start blocking their time that way? Yeah, it's kind of funny because I was given this technique a couple years ago, how to block scheduling. So that might mean, you know, you have an hour at the beginning of your day that maybe you're answering your emails and responding to things like that. Maybe you have an hour day that you're meeting with team members. So you're blocking that time and that time becomes very precious. But I know when it was first mentioned to me being an entrepreneur, I was like, my schedule's different every day. And I couldn't figure out how to do that. So therefore, I was wasting time because I was going from, you know, maybe answering an email to making a phone call to going back to talking to another member. And, you know, it was it was just wasting time. And then I started to get really serious about it, you know, because I was trying to make my schedule accommodate everybody else. And then I, I realized, you know, it, that's not fair to my business. So I decided, okay, so I'm blocking for me, I block out my morning to do the things that I need to do. And then my afternoon can be meeting with other people. So Mm -hmm. that's one way you can do it. But it was a mindset switch because everything basically, you get set into these habits. And I had to change and shift my mindset in order to be able to go to a block schedule where I took my needs and my business's needs first instead of, you know, everybody else's needs. Mm -hmm. And I actually have a chart. I list the activities that are going to help my business to grow. I list those activities down and then I check them off as I go through my day. And so those are activities that are going to grow my business not just activities that, well, they may work or may not. I mean, they are proven to grow a business. So I do that regularly so that I, I'm keeping on track and then I can actually score my day. You know, did I do everything? Well, then that's, you know, a 10. But if I, you know, didn't get to everything, well, then that day's maybe a six or a seven. And then I can go back and look at, well, what can I do better to organize myself and to, develop a system or to develop my day even better so that I don't have activities that aren't going to be productive. Yeah, you mentioned system. I guess it is a form of a system mm-hmm. doing this because you're creating what this is what I'm getting from how I perceive this concept because I've heard this in other places as well. It's like you're putting not necessarily the specific task 
all the individual tasks in a certain place necessarily from from what you're talking about it's more like i'm going to do this type of task or this topic so so it's like okay like you mentioned email so this 30 minutes or an hour is email time and this is maybe follow up with clients and this time is whatever lunch so you just put those things in there and then each day you just kind of fill in the details as far as what that is right and one thing that goes into my mind though is that that probably frees up other things so that when you're doing let's say you're in email time and you're like oh yeah i need to call this customer or this client but you know okay i have time in 30 minutes where i'm going to Mm -hmm. be calling clients so you can put that off maybe you need to write a note so you don't forget or whatever but you have that time so you can put that off and you get back to working on what you're doing instead of so oh you drop what you're doing go call the client then you get back to the email you're going back and forth on stuff so it kind of helps do that which kind of goes back to what you were talking about there about like batching things doing similar things Mm -hmm. at at the same time right yeah and so you know another technique i found that really helped me was i got a whiteboard and as a thought comes to me like you just said I can just jot on my whiteboard and that way I don't forget it. Sometimes very good at writing things on a piece of paper and then I lose the paper. So if I have it (laughs) on the whiteboard, it's there. And when I finish it, I erase it. And it also, you know, if I find that I have maybe 15 or 20 minutes in my day, I can look at my whiteboard and I can find a task that maybe I can do in 15 or 20 minutes and, you know, get that wiped out too. So that's just a really good resource to have that whiteboard there of things that you think of that need done at a time that isn't, you know, that block time. Because what happens if we try to remember it, we won't, we'll forget it. It'll go right in and right out of our head. And then maybe the next day we'll think, oh man, I forgot to do that. And then, you know, that becomes can become a problem too. So it's another good technique to become more efficient with your time. Mm-hmm. And I like that idea that you mentioned about like after at the end of the day or whatever, kind of doing a review, a recap mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it to a debrief session or whatever, kind of going back over there. It's like, a, so how did things actually work? And so you can give yourself a score, like you said, and then you can evaluate. OK, so if it's not a 10, then what can I do tomorrow or next time to be able to make an improvement. But then also, I would also think that if you did give yourself a 10, you can evaluate and say, okay, what did I do that made me feel like I got a 10 so I can duplicate that right in the future as well? That's another yes. thought that came to my head as you said that. Yeah. And you know, some days something's going to happen, you know, stuff happens and it will interrupt our perfect schedule. You know, you might find you have uh, like this morning I had an errand I had to run. It was not a choice. So it interrupted my schedule, but as soon as I got back, I got back into my schedule so that I could, you know, kind of play a little catch up. So, you know, you have to allow yourself that, you know, we don't live in this perfect day and just get back on task as quickly as you can. Because I have those kind of things happen. I have three interruptions that happen called children. Um, And so... (laughs) And so I'm sure there's many people listening that, that have the same thing. And so you can be working and whether it's the kids or or something else, or like you said, you have an errand that you had to go take care of. So you do that, but you before that happens, you have your schedule laid out. Mm-hmm. So you're breaking your schedule to go do that and you come back. So so what would you think? And maybe if your situation is different, but do you just pick up it's like, okay, now it's 11 o'clock. So what am I supposed to do at 11 o'clock? Even though I missed the last two hours, you just pick up where you left off at the previous time, or do you just pick up where your calendar says? So I generally look at what's the most important thing I need to do. 
you know, if I've lost an hour or two hours of time, then look at my schedule. What's the most important thing for me to do today that's going to make the biggest impact on my business? And then I'll start with that. And then if I can get some of those other things in, great. You know, maybe I can work a little faster or, you know, keep my phone calls a little shorter or something to make up for that time. But we also need to be able to forgive ourselves for things that happen along the day, you know, Mm -hmm. unexpected things. That's an interesting phrasing there. You said forgive yourself. So if something comes up and it's out of your control, there is a tendency, now that you say that, we tend to even blame ourselves at least a little bit, even though it's out of our control, but we do blame ourselves Mm -hmm. in that regard. So that's interesting. And, you know, even when you're looking at your and evaluating your day, you know, if you go an entire week and you never get a day that you feel like you deserve to 10, maybe you're putting too much into your day and and your expectations are greater than you can fulfill. But again, you need to evaluate and not beat yourself up about it because chances are if you start to build a day and you start to really evaluate your activities and are they growth producing activities for your business, you're going to end up, you know, in a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month or two months seeing that you've accomplished so much more than you would have. And for me, that's part of it also, you know, what goal can I set that's more short term, but still is going to push me and stretch me, but something I can get done in 90 days, you know, so what goal can I be really looking towards achieving and focusing on in that 90 day period, rather than looking at a goal and trying putting it out for a year or two years as a goal. I think the shorter you can make those goals, you know, like stepping stones on your path to some great big goal, mm-hmm. uh, the better off you are because you can stay focused on something for 90 days rather than for an entire year. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really good. And I think really important for us to be able to really keep in mind on being able to do that. I mean, people are listening. I mean, we're mid-July right now, so over the halfway point of the year. So it, I know a lot of times in June, July, people tend to kind of look at, okay, look at my goals for the year. Okay, how am I doing it? So I should be technically about halfway to reaching my yearly goals. So how, how am I doing? And so I've done that. I've looked at my weight. For instance, I set goals for trying to lose a certain amount of weight. And I look at it, I'm like, okay, I am not where I said I was going to be. And so it can be frustrating, but sometimes you have to adjust your goals and be able to do that so that you don't get overwhelmed in being able to do that. Cause it's like, okay, well, I had a goal of losing 30 pounds this year and I've only lost five and I'm at the halfway point. So there's no way I'm going to lose 25 in the next six months. So what can I realistically be able to do? What can Mm -hmm. I learn from and yeah, and so like you said, set those shorter goals yeah, so that you can so, be able to keep yourself on target better. You know, if you take those goals and let's say you use a three-month period and then you break that down to you know, like 12, 13 weeks, then you can start looking at a week. Well, what can I do this week? You know, and it might be one change that you need to do. What's one thing that I can change this week that will help me move forward? Because, you know, we are so programmed Our minds are so habitual. You know, everything, I think they say about 95% of your day is habitual and it's just routine, which can be really great. But if you can just find one thing this week that I can start working on and then the next week, take one more thing. Okay, so now I have two things I'm working on and just build it like that. It becomes a lot less frustrating rather than trying to go in and change, you know, something huge right away. 
And if you just break it down, instead of trying to take great big bites, just take small bites and improve a week by week and then just see at the end of 90 days or you know 12 week period where you've gone and reward yourself for the advancement you have made, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really start to look at it that way instead of because we tend to beat ourselves up and that doesn't do us any good. So we have to look at, you know, what we've done that's really good. So you've lost five pounds, celebrate that. You've done something maybe you didn't do last year and then just look, okay, Mm -hmm. what can I do? You know, what simple things can I do to maybe take another five pounds off in the next three months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And seeing that we're recording this in 2021, there's probably a lot of things that you can do now that you could do a year ago. (laughs) But but that but that besides, (laughs) (laughs) I see what you're saying, though. Oh, yeah. Another thing that you mentioned earlier was about disruption. So when we get disrupted, you said that it takes a lot of times 15 to 20 minutes or whatever to get back Mm -hmm. into the flow of what you were doing before. And I've heard that called like, like switch costs or something like that. So to where when you're switching a task and you're switching back and forth, it takes a little while to get back into the flow. What you're doing, you can't usually just go right back into the exact place that you were Mm -hmm. before. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I'm sure we've all experienced that, you know, that you get that interruption. So is there a way you can eliminate those interruptions? If you're worried about the phone ringing, just turn your phone off or put your phone in another room so you don't get that disruption. So if it's something you really need to concentrate on, try to eliminate that. I know sometimes it's really hard when you get a message, you hear that text message and you hear Mm -hmm. that little sound and you know it's a text message, but you're concentrating on your work. You know, try to focus on what you're doing and just know that, you know, I have a time and, you know, once I finish this hour or whatever that I'm working on this project, then I can check all those messages. Chances are there's nothing that important that you're going to miss. That time that you lose in a day, I mean, think about that. If the average American loses two hours a day because of those disruptions and trying to come back to where they were, that's a whole day of work a week. You know, just think how much more productive you could be. You know, I put out a Facebook question the other day, which would be better working for 10-hour days or five eight-hour days? And somebody responded for eight-hour days, which was, of course, not one of my choices. But <laughs> really, if you can learn to be focused, you can really work for eight-hour days, mm-hmm. just being completely focused. So, you know, that time lost and, you know, sometimes people think they can multitask. Not really. You're just kind of not concentrating on anything. But if you can just start to eliminate all those sounds that you hear and just start to force yourself not to listen to them, mm-hmm. or like I said, get the distraction away from you so you don't have that distraction. And I've read articles where some business owners will just shut their door and say, you cannot disturb me the next hour is my time. And they have that set time each day that is their time to get their work done where they're not dealing with phone calls or not dealing with questions or problems. And actually, once the employees get used to that and they get used to one to two o'clock, you know, you can't disturb the owner or the boss or whatever, people really start to like it because they know then maybe at two o'clock, two to three o'clock, they can get all their answers done and they know where somebody's going to be to answer those questions. And there again, that just makes it so much more efficient rather than trying to track somebody down. Mm -hmm. So those are other good ways to just really capitalize on managing your time and managing those activities. 
Yeah. And you mentioned that like the average American loses like two hours a day, but it's all in little bits mm-hmm. here yes. and there throughout the day. So people miss it. I think if it was like we had six hours of productivity and then the last two hours were just like totally blown, people would notice it and would realize that a lot right. easier and sooner. But because it's just little bits here and there, we don't think about it. So mm-hmm. kind of like, I mean, we talked about my weight earlier Well, I was talking about my weight. <laughs> So I didn't gain my weight all at once. Otherwise, it would have been like, whoa, okay, there's a big problem. I need to do something. It was all a pound here, pound there, a mm-hmm. little bit over 10 years. And and then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, I got a problem. I need to take care of this now. And of course, the hard thing is, it's like, oh, I want to take care of it. So, okay, I'll give myself a week and I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I'll correct the last 10 years in, in the yeah. next week and then get frustrated because it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so probably the same thing with this is like we're losing so much of these times and we're used to become accustomed to having those distractions and those interruptions right. and things like that, that when we don't have that, I think there's probably subconscious to where it's like we start looking for something to distract us because we're expecting it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I know because I feel like I've done that too. Maybe it's a task that I didn't really want to do. And so you start looking <laughs> for these distractions and can't somebody call me right now? <laughs> and, you know, so often in those very moments where it's something that you really don't want to do, once you get started and you do it, you're like, why was I dreading that so much? And why was I, you know, getting so worked up over this task when in the end it just really, you know, wasn't that difficult? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's definitely something we need to look at. We can evaluate. I mean, because everyone's different as far as like what those interruptions look like. Right. I know I have a tendency also, even if I'm in a place and there's no kids, I can turn off all notifications. I still get distracted (laughs) because of me. And so that's the hardest thing to be able to try to overcome. And so you got to try to learn how to compensate for yourself. So at that point, I think that's where you just have to go back to your vision, you know, because when you have a big enough vision and you're excited about where you're headed and what you're going to do, then that will start to drive you. So that's a lot of people just don't have that vision and that goal of where they want to go. And so they don't have, I've got to get this done because here's my goal. Here's where I'm headed. And so having that big goal or that thing that's going to drive you helps you to get more focused and organized. Hmm. Even for those things that you know you need to do, but you don't feel like doing, if you can just keep the vision of this is what I'm after. Even though I don't like this task I need to do, this is where I'm headed. Yeah, yeah. Well, very good. I think there's a lot of things that we can be able to take away from this. So as we wrap up, what would you say would be one thing that somebody could do Now that they've heard all this and they have this realization, what's one thing that they can do to be able to put some of this into practice? I think the first thing I would do is to come up with a list of the things that you feel are the most important things that you need to do in a week, what things you have to do for your business, and then just start breaking down. Okay, so is this something I need to do on Monday? Is this something I can do any day? Is this something I have to do on Fridays? And I think the other thing that people need to do is to set at least an hour of time, either on a Monday morning or preferably on Friday afternoon, where they can look at what they've accomplished for the week. That's why it's better to do it on Friday. You know, look at what they've accomplished, what they didn't get finished that maybe they need to put on the next week. And, you know, spend some time planning because so often people don't plan for what they need to do. 
And so then they just go into the next week, just kind of a haphazard motion. When you really know, you know, what you need to do this week to get you to that goal in 90 days, it's a lot different than, you know, what do I need to do this week to get to December 31st? There's more urgency that way. That's why I like to break down those goals because then you have a little more urgency to get something done. Because if you're looking at the end of the year, well, it's July, it's nice, it's the summer, you know, (laughs) and we can start to make excuses. So I think that's probably what I would do is to really look at how we can break those goals down more and figure out a bit of a plan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Patricia. I appreciate the time and all the advice and clarity and things like that you were able to help with. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, what would be the best way for them to do that? They could go to my website, which is yourdreampower.com, or they can contact me at patricia at yourdreampower.com. Well, excellent. I'll make sure to have links to that in the show notes as well to make it easy to be able to find that. Thank you again for joining us. All right. Thank you. Make sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast in your podcast player of choice so you don't miss an episode. If you have any questions or comments or you want more productivity resources, visit crushingtheclock.com. I would love to hear from you. And I'll catch you on the next episode of Crushing the Clock.